This is another episode of Talks with Tyler ISD, a podcast about the passionate people who have a heart for students. This podcast is brought to you by Texas Bank and Trust. Thank you for joining us for Talks with Tyler ISD. I'm your host, Jennifer Hines, and joining us is Orr Elementary Principal, Lauren Smith. You are new to this role this year, Lauren. We're so excited to have you with us today. Um, one thing that I love about your story is the fact that you come from a family of educators and you have surrounded yourself and your family with educators. Tell us a little bit about growing up and, and what inspired you to to go into the field of education. Sure, thank you so much for having me. I am just so excited about just all the different opportunities that education has provided in my family. I was very blessed. My father was an assistant basketball coach at a college and spent some time working as a paraprofessional um, in elementary and middle school, some ISS, uh, different things. And so I was able to see from that lens, but also my mother was a high school bi biology teacher. And so she actually, it, Tyler ISD. So she is a retiree from Tyler ISD. She was um, a basketball coach and also a college basketball coach. And so we got to see education from so many different angles. And the passion and drive that I have is I know the opportunities that I had um, just being uh, involved in education. And I know that the power that it holds and mm -hmm. what it can do, and it can change opportunities for kids from having a pretty good life to having a great life and having an excellent life. And so I was very blessed with that. And that drives me in wanting to see students be able to have that opportunity as well. So your parents really knew the value of education, being in education themselves. Mm -hmm. um, you have also married a man that is in education. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about his role. Yes, my, my husband is one of our campus deans of students at Andy Woods, and he just absolutely loves it. He comes from a different background where he has a, a father in law enforcement who is still a police officer at 70, 72, 73. So he's actually retired and come back. And his mother was a librarian for over 40 years at the University of Ole Miss. And so that really has driven his passion for education and, you know, structure. So you have those two things fit together. And, uh, um, I'm very proud of him. Well, I love that. Well, so it seems like education was going to be your path from the start. Your parents definitely wanted you to go on to college. Tell us a little bit about your life after graduating from Tyler ISD. What were your next steps? So I was just very blessed in Tyler ISD. I was walking by the counselor's uh, corner and I saw an opportunity for a scholarship that would give me a full ride to Tyler Junior College. And so I filled it out. Um, I was a person that they just kind of kept, um, I believe I qualified as being um I was able to get the scholarship, and so I, I loved it and loved Tyler. So I stayed around a little bit, went to UT Tyler, and then went on and got my uh, master's degree. And I've just really, you know, enjoyed my experience here. And then you expanded that experience. You went to a lot of, um, I guess, around five different school districts mm -hmm. around the state, large and small. So you really got to get experience of all different district sizes. And then you got to come back to Tyler ISD. Tell us a little bit about what you did as you came back into the district. 
Yes, I did get to go to a few um, smaller districts and just kind of move around in teaching and coaching in uh, Houston and Fort Worth, went to my larger districts and came back. And so I came back as a 10th grade English teacher and a volleyball and track coach. Okay, so so you have the coaching like your dad. You have that piece as well. I did. So I was very blessed in that. So that's the way I returned to Tyler ISD. But I was very excited about it because I love, love, love reading. I love literacy and, you know, love to talk. So it it just really fit. And I worked with an excellent group of educators and students. And so I was just very excited to be back at my alma mater. And then you also worked at Tyler High School for a few years and was promoted while you were there. Tell us about your work there with the high school students. Oh, I absolutely loved working at Tyler High. It was just such a blessing because I felt every day that you were needed. Um, I know with 2,400 students, there's a lot of different needs. And so it's bound, uh, you're bound to just know that in the morning that there's going to be one person that needs you, male, female, um, you know, some of the underclassmen, some of the upperclassmen. And so that really drove me because you're always going to be needed and, you, and you'll be missed. And so I was really excited about the work we were able to do with students. So you were an academic dean there and then you were also an assistant principal. And then now you have like completely gone to the other (laughs) end of the spectrum and you're with our youngest student population Mm -hmm. as the new principal at Orr Elementary School. How is that shift going? What are you enjoying about that? Oh my gosh, I'm loving it so much. So first of all, I'm loving the hugs yes. uh, because you are a superstar every day and I love it, love it, love it, love that kids are so excited and so passionate about education. But what I love most is coming from Tyler High, I know what the end is supposed to look like for students. And so I really, really feel excited about being able to be proactive and getting making sure that students are where they need to be on grade level, that their literacy rate, that they're able to um, have their mathematical functions and different things that they need to make sure that they are ready and set to go to their middle school and then, you know, uh, Tyler High. It's really neat to see how all of your experiences have culminated into you being the perfect fit for this role at Orr Elementary. Something that some people may not know about you, though, is that you're, I mean, in addition to being an awesome principal, you're also a writer. Tell us a little bit about the book that you have written. So I did uh, write a book, It's Thoughts of a Brown Child. And then also I was a contributing author in uh, Next in Line to Lead is the voice of assistant principal. So I was really excited about having that opportunity because even as a, a young child, I loved reading, loved writing. I still do. I, I was still pretty much, you know, in my books, loved accelerated readers. And so um, now, you know, I was really excited to have that opportunity just to kind of look at um perspectives, maybe mm-hmm. from, you know, a brown child's thoughts and, and, mm-hmm. and just maybe some things you experience you don't know and, and, and just reflecting on those things. But then also just what you learn as an assistant principal, the importance of relationships, the importance of being able to follow what your head principal needs and being that support system for them. So the book that you wrote, Thoughts of a Brown Child, that really um, kind of ex explores the concepts and belief systems, challenges the status quo, mm-hmm. um, but in a, is it a children's book or is it a book for adults or is it one for both to read together? Tell us mm-hmm. about that. So it would be more so for adults. And uh-huh. the reason I say that is just because it's reflections, things that you may wonder, and even mm-hmm. some uh, things that you may experience when you're in the education field, and you're trying to support people, maybe mistakes that you inadvertently make, uh, things just to be cautious of and things that can kind of help and tools and kind of aha moments, just just reflection and thinking from that standpoint. 
And then next in line to lead, mm-hmm. it is thought, uh, it is the voice of the assistant principal. Yes. So you were one of a few different assistant principals mm-hmm. that made up this book. Um, what were some of the thoughts that you shared uh, as you are next in line to lead? Well, you know, one of the big takeaways, and I kind of alluded to it earlier, is just kind of seeing what is your head or your principals, what is their thoughts and what are their things that are very important for them and then figuring out how you can support that. Um, you d- I definitely talk about the importance of building relationships and trust, you know, trust with the teachers, trust with your community and trust with students. And so I do talk about those things and was very excited to be able to communicate the importance of the relationship building and being able to follow your, your uh, leader's lead. And how have you been able to take that knowledge and kind of share that insight with your current teachers? Well, I think that it's all it that kind of goes back to why are we here? We're here to make the students successful. So successful student outcomes, but then also just knowing that in order to do that, the relationship piece is very important. It's important for me as a campus principal to be able to communicate to teachers and staff and community members that we are here to serve. We're here to support. We're here to make sure that students get the very best educational experience. And I think that one of the key takeaways that you'll see in both books is just the importance of relationship building. And that means we do have to be vulnerable. So, you know, understanding that that is part of it. And just as we work to hit our goals, just being vulnerable and building those relationships. So it sounds um, definitely I've heard relationship, relationship, Mm -hmm. relationship when it comes to your leadership style. Mm -hmm. How else would you describe your leadership style? Well, I think that I like to keep first things first, you know, definitely majoring on things that are going to give us high leverage. And by that, I'm just meaning what are our, what are our big rocks? What is important? Because there's a million things that you can address as a, as a principal mm-hmm. and campus leader, but just making sure your, your questions are, does this move students forward? Does mm-hmm. this give them a better opportunity? Does this allow them to compete with students across the world and across the nation? And so when you're going through and you're thinking about that, that kind of weeds out a lot of other things because you're thinking, will this make the student um, you know, able to apply to be a doctor, just different things? And so if you keep those things first, I think students and staff and community members realize that. So what are some of your favorite ways to relate to the students as you're walking around campus mm-hmm. and seeing them? I mean, especially on an elementary school campus, mm-hmm. a lot of people may not realize like the younger ones versus the older ones. I mean, it's a big age difference. You've got a lot of grades that you have mm-hmm. under your umbrella and it's <laughs> it's just fun to see them grow through those stages. It is. It totally is. And I love the fact that you kind of spoke about the different range. So our fifth grade students want something totally different than kindergarten. But Mm -hmm. the biggest way that I build the relationships is I notice them. I notice, you know, I try to notice everything about them. It's similar to what I did in high school, whether they get a new haircut, whether they have a new pair of shoes, whether they were absent, whether they've come back, whether mom walked them in with donuts the day before, all of those things, because I think kids and parents alike want to know that even though there are 700 students, I want to know that you see my child and then for Mm -hmm. students they want to know that you see me and you notice me and that they can see a representation of themselves and just things that are interesting to them yeah absolutely and I would say the same goes for staff they want to be seen as well what are some of your tricks I guess and tips on motivating your staff and your teachers 
So when it comes to motivating staff, I know that we have to keep our teachers lifted up. We have to keep uh, them pumped up because they're the ones that are working with our students every day, building them, teaching them and getting them to where they need to be. So one of the things I try to do is I want to move all the barriers out of my staff's way as much as possible. I don't want them to have to worry about things that fall underneath my umbrella. I don't want them to have mm-hmm. to worry about, you know, when we get into uh, specifics of maybe sub coverage and just different things that are outside of their wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. And I want to take those away from them so that they can be the very best. So we are thoughtful in, you know, the times that we call meetings, the way we run our PLCs, which is our, you know, community of times when students, or excuse me, when teachers are able to collaborate. So we're thoughtful of all those things so that they can keep the main thing, the main thing, which is the students. Absolutely. And of course, the parents love to hear that. Yes. So mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about um, what you do to build that relationship with the parents. You, you said definitely mentioning when you noticed mom brought the donuts in. Mm-hmm. What else uh, do you like to do in order to kind of make that personal relationship with the parents? So I definitely like to be vocal and I like to be vigilant and like to be out. So I try to be out as much as possible. Um, I try to do the, the very uh, small things that sometimes you may not see people do. So I like mm-hmm. to make sure that I'm out maybe in the front of the school. And when I'm not able to be out in the front of the school, I try to come out in the office and talk to parents. And even if it's feedback that I may not necessarily can, uh, deem to be just super positive, we still need the feedback because those mm-hmm. are things that we want to address on our campus and just keep working forward and figuring out how we move our systems so that if one parent is having something that may not be as positive, we can spend that and be able to make those corrections and do what we need to do so that everybody feels comfortable. And so uh, I think communication is key. We also push out emails, text notifications, newsletters, all of those things. And then most recently, we've started our PTA. So super excited about that. PTA is already just jumping and thriving. And so we're excited and we're trying to get as many parents as possible to get involved Absolutely. And a PTA can be such a wonderful asset to a campus. Well, definitely your philosophy shines through your leadership skills. And I'd love to know, what are some of your goals as being principal at OR this year? Mm -hmm. Um, It is your first year. So of course, you're observing, you're Mm -hmm. listening, you're watching, you're seeing what systems are in place, what needs to be Mm -hmm. tweaked. Um, What are some of the things that you have noticed that you would like to accomplish? So I would most definitely uh, like to improve on our tier one instruction. And for people that, you know, are not necessarily familiar with tier one instruction, that is basically how well our teachers teach in the classroom. And that takes more than one component. So I want to give them time, opportunity, training, and put them in the best position to be able to lead our students. So we want to continue to build our teachers up so that they are there for students and that they're able to reach out and make the relationships with parents. Um, and, and students as they move forward. So we want to share up our tier one instruction. We want more community involvement. That was one of the big rocks. Definitely wanted that. Wanted to make sure that parents knew that they were welcome on the campus. So we've been pushing out muffins with mom, donuts with dad. We are making sure to have our, our cultural um, experiences and programs. So you'll see a lot mm-hmm. of that celebrations and we invite parents up and we try to, uh, the parents that aren't able to make it, we try to stream some things so they're still able to fill apart. So definitely those two things, when you get your parents uh, working towards the goal and then you train your teachers up and get, put them in the best position to win, um, I think we're going to see some big things from Orr in the future. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so important to support teachers so that they can turn around and support the students, but also to open the doors to parents to make sure that they are involved because it does take, I mean, it's the community, it's the family, mm-hmm. the community, the teachers, the principal. I mean, it takes everybody, the, vil- the whole village for education 
a child's education to be successful. Um, Leader and Me program, something that y'all definitely have on your campus, and it's something that's also district-wide. Tell us a little bit about that. We are so excited about Leader and Me. We try to make sure that we have our own spin on it. Um, our counselor does an excellent job of making sure, along with our media tech specialists, they the students actually run the news. And so they have a background, and they go in, and they talk about the weather, and they talk about Leader and Me uh, components. And it's really excited to see them just 100% lead. I mean, we come in and say a few things, uh, but and we archive those things on, the, on, the, um, on our campus website. In addition to our fifth grade, they come out and help us work afternoon pickup and then right now we're having junior achievement and it's really exciting because some of our younger kids are able to walk through and tell student or tell other adults and guide them on like where they need to be in the building and those sort of things and just kind of taking them to classrooms and just really acting as as uh, leaders and we're just excited about that the language is everywhere throughout the campus and we're just building on that and we're excited and students are excited that we trust them enough to lead yeah absolutely well, it's great to see that you've set these goals and, and I know that you're going to be celebrating them soon. What are some things that maybe you have already celebrated or are possibly currently celebrating on your campus that you would like to share? Well, we're looking at staff and student attendance is up. We're really, really excited about that. Uh, we're looking at the way our Leader in Me program, like I said, is really taken off. And um, we started some really good pieces last year, and now we're building upon those pieces and very excited about that. Uh, we've had some, some historical celebrations, so we were mm-hmm. able to have our Hispanic Heritage program, which was wonderful. We have mm-hmm. our Black History program coming up. Uh, mm-hmm. We have some women's history coming up, so I'm kind of spilling the beans a little bit on yeah. that. We have some women's history coming up up in a lot of different programs and planning our our May Fest and Fall Fest. So all of those things have been very exciting for students and for teachers, very refreshing. Yes, and I know another um, wonderful celebration from your campus is that you have the teacher incentive allotment, which means that these teachers are selected and the state actually pays them a little bit extra because they have excelled so much in their role. Um, What an amazing celebration for your campus. Oh, absolutely. And I think a lot of people may not uh, necessarily know that this program exists, but we have several. We have three teachers that have been designated as TIA teachers, and that means that their performance and student growth is extremely high. And we have some more that I expect to also be designated. So I'm really excited about that. And when that comes out, you'll definitely be hearing and seeing about that because we want parents to know that our teachers are here to grow students and to create leaders, people that are going to be leading Tyler and hopefully the world. Well, and then when you have teachers of that magnitude on your campus, you're helping grow your other teachers as well, because it's it's one of those kind of infectious things. You know, you all rise to the challenge. And, and I love to see that because it is not easy to get that mm-hmm. TIA, Teacher Incentive Allotment, dedication. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I know we um, here in Tyler ISD, we call them top teachers, mm-hmm. um, Tyler Optimal Performance. Um, <laughs> so we love to play on that. So mm-hmm. that's really exciting. So I can't wait to see what teachers teachers get selected hopefully in the next year. Um, What are, um, I mean, you've got so many positive developments, everything going on. What are, what do you want those that are listening right now to remember from today's conversation or anything that we may have not covered uh, while we've been talking today? 
Well, I would want everyone to know that every decision that we make is driven by what is going to make our students successful, successful student outcomes. What can we do to push students forward? What can we do to put them in the best position to win? Because that's ultimately what we want. We want our teachers to be set up to win and we want our students to be set up to win. So if I could take or if anyone would have any, you know, final takeaway, I would definitely say it would be uh, that we are here for students. That's 100% why we got in this passion. Um, when I look at the students, I, I see myself and I want to see them thrive and have all the opportunities that they can possibly have to do whatever that they want to do. Well, they are blessed to have you. Again, you. Lauren Smith, thank you so much for being with us or elementary school principal. And thank you so much for joining us today for Talks with Tyler ISD. Mm -hmm. If you would like to stay connected with all things Tyler ISD, don't forget to download our app or you can always join us by visiting our district newsletter. We'll be emailing that out to you and you can do that at get.tylerisd.news. And you will be able to find out all of the great things going on across the district. And we would love to share that with you. Thanks for joining us. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Texas Bank and Trust. Subscribe to Talks with Tyler ISD on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Please share this episode with your friends and family.